Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to the Wombat Sports Podcast here on blogtalkradio.com, also wombatsports.com, and gofightlive.tv. I'm Mark Dekeo, I'm your host. Hopefully in just a few minutes we'll be talking to Natalie Roy, who has two big fights coming up within a span of about a month. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, and she's currently undefeated. Uh, she's 2-0, and uh, speaking of Natalie, we'll have her on right now. Are you, how are you there? Are you there, Natalie? I am. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, how is training camp going? Camp is awesome. Uh, I couldn't ex- uh, ask for a better camp. Uh, I feel great. My weight is right on. I'm able to um, just continue training and, and having a great time with it. How how has it been to, um, you know, knowing that you have a fight up ahead of you, another fight after this fight, um, how has it been you know, mind-wise to um, try to keep yourself focused on one fight at a time or, um, you know, what's kind of your mindset in terms of that? Well, I, I'm just focusing on what I have in front of me now. So right now it's just the fight with Nohaime. Um I'm not worried about the fight with Angelica or even really thinking about that. It's just one one fight at a time. So, um, so yeah, just just one day at a time and one fight at a time. Now you've started off your career. You're you're right now two and zero right now, um, and it's just unbelievable to to be able to say at least in the strawweight division be two and zero. Uh, coming in uh, to these next couple fights, um, you know, um, you know, kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, well, first of all, I mean, you know, was there any, you know, expectations? Um, obviously, you were one. I think you were one and zero um, before uh, tough tryouts, but um, but you ended up not going. Um, you know, was it, what was your thought process there? Did you feel that you needed a little bit more experience under your belt before even maybe attempting to do, to do that? Um, actually, truthfully, I wanted to try out for the tough um, competition. However, once talking to them, um, they didn't want to accept my application because of my age. I was um, just a little bit, I think their their cutoff was at 34, and I was just a little bit above that. Um, so, you know, I, I sent a few emails. We talked a little bit. They tried to coordinate and, and try to get get me in, but it just didn't work out. So... Um, but originally, I, I did try to try to uh, do the tough thing, but it didn't work out. So, you know, I'll make it to the UFC one way or another. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think this is a little bit easier way for you to get through anyway. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, I sometimes think that you know there is a little bit of ageism coming from uh, from certain certain individuals. And really, to tell you the truth, I've seen so many talented individuals that are later in their, you know, I guess later in their lives, but still are pretty kick-ass, pretty kick-ass fighters, even though. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, you definitely, yeah. I think you definitely grow with age in the sport, and, um, you know, your body matures, and, and you're able to to use it uh, a little bit um, better as you as you get older, and it's not so so new and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I think, you know, I feel, I feel great, and I'm ready to to take on the 115ers of the world. 
Yeah, I mean, um, you know, a lot, and, and, I, and I guess, you know, I think it's, you know, one of those things where, you know, age is really relative. Because some fighters, I mean, if they start very, very early, they're obviously their body's going to break down from, from fighting constantly. Um, you know, and, you know, girls later in life, I mean, they still have some of that, some of that spring. They still have some of that, um, you know, they don't have as many injuries as you would expect from a fighter your age. So, um, you know, I think that there's kind of a, um, you know, kind of a hidden thing there that, you know, there's some of these, these girls that are in absolutely tremendous shape and um, are still going, still have the ability to, to, to kick, kick a little, kick a little butt, uh, even though, even though some of the girls might be a little bit younger than they are. So, um, and you're, you're living proof of that because you're 2-0 right now. So, um, no, yeah, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> now, um, tell us a little bit about how you got started in mixed martial arts. Um, well, I've, I've been doing Thai boxing for, for many years now. I love, you know, that's where my heart is. I, I'm just extremely passionate about Thai boxing, Thailand, um, the whole Thai culture. And um, pretty much the easiest way for me to to get my Thai fighting in and be able to to do what I love is, is through um, MMA. And I, I boxed for a number of years and it, you know, I love boxing as well, but it was it's just not where my heart is. My heart's in Thai boxing. Um, the more I started getting involved in MMA and, and wrestling with the guys and just kind of messing around with jiu-jitsu and whatnot, I just fell in love. So might as well do uh, something else with it and, and do be productive with it and, and fight if that's what I love doing. So that's kind of how it started and where it took me. Now, um, you know, obviously there's a little bit of passion there for, for Muay Thai, and we're seeing that there's an expansion. Uh, Lion Fights, uh, Glory have both had uh, female fights um, over the past year, um, and I think that I think they're kind of leaning towards maybe expanding that a little bit more. So um, obviously you might be excited that there will be opportunities for you to possibly fight on maybe those cards as well. Definitely. That would, be, that, would be, that would be awesome. That would be something I would, I would totally be interested in. Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple shows out in in California as well. I think WB, uh, WCK actually also does does kickboxing too. So um, I really hope that you get that those opportunities as well. Um, I mean, have you ever thought about you know making the trip out to Thailand to uh, to train uh, Muay Thai? Oh yeah, I've been out there a number of times. Um, I try to I try to go at least once a year, and and I have uh, I've trained with the Sanctum UI camp. Uh, some great guys out there, and Moses is a is a heck of a fighter and he's one of the one of the guys that I train out with, with out there and um but yeah no I've I've definitely been to Thailand a few times and and trained out there and, and I love it out there. I love the food, love the people. Um so yeah, I was out there I I was up my last trip out there was in December, this past December. So um yeah, I do make it out there. <laughs> yeah. Um um, about a couple months ago, I actually had uh, Sylvie uh, uh, uh who is um, actually originally from Denver, but she's she's been out there for, I think, what two or three years right now, um, and she is she is fighting up a storm in uh, um, in Thailand right now. She's trying to get to um, 100 fights, be the first woman to get um, over 100 fights in Thailand. Nice. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been interesting to see, you know, I think Cyborg's still out there right now, training. Um, you know, uh, Jen Tate was, was out there last year. Um, and so was Sarah D'Elio, um, Caitlin Young. Um, there's a bunch of other people that, that have been out there. And I've always said this, that if you go out to Thailand and, and, and work on your striking, 
your striking becomes just so much better. Even if you're in MMA, um, going back in, your striking becomes so much better. I've seen so many girls just so improve so much going out to Thailand and coming back. So Definitely. Um, I agree with you. <laughs> and having, uh, you know, having, having that opportunity to go once a year, I think that's obviously, obviously uh, done you worlds of wonder in terms of your fight career as well, both in Muay Thai and MMA. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting to say the least to, to see that a fighter does that. You know, a lot of fighters are just begging, like, I'm, I'm going to do it one day, I'm going to do it one day, and then you're one of the ones that said, oh, I'm going to do it once a year. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I, and I think, you know, getting, you know, the, the Thai people, they they are tremendous athletes as well. They Their camps, you know, w- when I stay at the camp, you're just involved, you stay in um, like an open air area, it's it's all the kitchen, the boxing ring, everything is just kind of in one big area. Um, it's you know this camp I go to isn't like your big fancy Fairtex camp. It's it's a very rural camp, and you take your your six mile run in the morning, you train all morning, uh, then they feed you, then you get to take a nap, and then you do it all again in the afternoon. And um, it's it's intense training, and it's uh, it's very physical, but it's awesome, you know. The, the people out there are just very welcoming and warm, and they they are very passionate about Thai boxing. So it's it's easy to to expand your skills very fast and rapidly, just being out there and exposed to it all. Yeah, um, I was talking to Sylvia about it, and I was like, going. It always seems like women tend to be a little bit more slimmer, or, or actually fighters in general tend to be a little bit more slimmer coming back to the states and. I thought part of it was the diet, and she said, said actually, it's because you, you're training pretty much eight hours a day um, on your body. So, you know, obviously, if you're doing that for, for eight, eight um, you know, eight hours a day, uh, five or six days a week, you know, you're going to start to, uh, you know, lose a lot of that, all of that fat off of you and gain a lot of muscle. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I agree. That you always notice. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with her. And and when you are out there, you know, you're not eating your, you know, not that, you know, I think most fighters have a pretty clean diet, but out there it's it's fresh vegetables and rice and, you know, meat if you're, if you're, if they have it, you know, if you're at whatever camp you're at, some of them are, are pretty rural and, and you don't have access to all of the, the fresh, the, you know, meats and whatnot. So you're, you know, once in a while you get treated with chicken or, shrimp or whatnot, but uh, typically it's just a lot of vegetables and rice, so, you know, you, you slim down pretty fast. Uh, tell us a little bit about your camp here at home, uh, who you train with, and your, some of your coaches. Um, here here in New Mexico, I um, in Santa Fe, you know, unfortunately there's not a lot of female uh, fighters here for me to train with, um, so I, I'm doing a lot of training with uh, the Santa Fe Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Um, and all the guys over there are helping helping me with my wrestling and my my uh, jiu-jitsu. And I'm also working a lot with Latrell's MMA in Albuquerque um, with, again, more wrestling and striking and just, you know, strategies and whatnot. So, um, and I have, you know, in Santa Fe, we have a, our little group of fighters here. We have Jerome Rivera, Josh uh, Montoya, Aaron Pearls, Joel Whitney, um, there's, so there's there's a pretty good group of of guys. Uh, Angelo Sanchez um, lives uh, in these areas once in a while, and you know he comes out and and trains with us and and helps us. So I have a pretty good pretty good support group. Um, it turns out that for the past couple of fights, actually, 
um, everybody, or we have at least a few people on the card, so we have some pretty nice training camps, and I'm able to stay motivated and focused with the with the guys, and they keep me in line best they can. So yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, it's got to be exciting to be able to fight this 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 next fight here um, in in your own uh, your own hometown of Santa Fe. Um, you know, what does that mean to you to be able to fight uh, to fight in your home, in front of your hometown crowd? You know, I love it. When I was boxing, I was they never had any boxing fights in in Santa Fe. It was all in Albuquerque or or other places. Um, so you know, I love fighting at home. I love fighting here. I have a big support group, and and it's great to to come out and have you know have more than half the crowd on my team or on my side and and yeah and you know just being in town and everybody you know everybody knows you in town and they're they keep you pumped they keep you focused you can be at the grocery store and they're like hey I'm gonna go see you next week or you know next month whenever the fight is and and it's it's great it's it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah I mean you're um like I said you're 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 right now too and more more impressively in the max that you've you've finished both of your opponents in under two minutes um as well i mean um you know i mean it's it's just looking at the division itself i mean there is there's right now there's a kind of a, a little bit of a grab between uh between um between the ufc and invicta and um you know a bunch of the organizations really looking at the straw weights now it seems to be the hot division right now to get talent as well i mean even the world series of fighting as well um you know what do you think about that and i mean being a fighter you obviously got to be a little bit you know have a little bit you know positive aspects in terms of you being wanted as a fighter and uh, having those opportunities presented in front of you, you know, just watching the the tough um, that that's been playing um, on the tough con- contest that's been going on and watching it on Wednesday nights, the girls. I think the 115 division is one of the toughest divisions. Um, those the girls there, you know, everybody's pretty ripped and and very good physical condition. Um, you you. I, I just feel that it's it's one of the harder divisions. You know, the girls might be a little bit smaller, but they have a lot of talent, and um, and it's it's very exciting for me to to know that you know if I keep up my winning streak, um, my possibilities are going to be in the UFC, and and that's you know that's one of my goals, and that's exciting. That's um, I think I think it's it's going to be a, a long road, and and it's not going to be as easy as these, maybe as these past couple of fights, but I'm ready for the challenge, and I'm ready to to show everybody what I what I can really do. Yeah, I mean it's you know, um you know, I look at Joanna Calderwood and she's come from a similar background that you did. She was Muay Thai for a long time before she was MMA. Um and, and she's you know, she's had an impressive career ahead of you know, that so far. Um as well, I mean, you know, looking at jo and I I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Joanna. I mean um, you know, looking at her, you know, you know, what do, what do you feel about, you know, about her as a fighter and and in terms of exit, it's kind of a little bit of a parallel because you're also coming from a Muay Thai background. Um, I think it would, you know, I'm totally down to fight Joanna. I think um, I think Beck is another one. You know, she's she's Australian. She she has some some good striking as well. Um, you know, I, the possibilities are endless with with what you know who I can work with and fight. And um, I'm just. Taking this fight by fight, whatever happens in the future, you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when when we get to it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it, it's 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 going to be great to be able to see where you um, where you head. I mean, obviously, if you have two straight wins here, you've got to be one of the hot prospects that's not signed to a major promotion. Um, and I'm pretty sure, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously, Invicta might be on, you know, would be somebody that would be on some your radar. 
Um, well, actually, uh, you'll be on their radar, I should say. Um, if you win these next two, <clears throat> excuse me, win these next two fights, um, and um, you know, obviously the UFC is always on there as well. And, and like I said, the World Series of Fighting is, I think, still looking for a couple people as well. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see where you go if you do end up winning both of these fights. I should say when you win both of these fights. Um, exactly when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, um, you know, I mean, you mentioned you mentioned the area. I mean, obviously Arizona's, you know, kind of interesting in terms terms of where you're at. I mean, Santa Fe um is still de- developing a little bit versus uh Albuquerque, which has a, you know, huge scene there as well. I mean, um and I think for the second match you're actually fi- traveling out of state. Is this this will probably be the first time you've, you've uh, fought out of state, right? For the Andalusia Chavez match. Well, for the Chavez match, you no, know, that that fight is going to be in Albuquerque, so it'll you know it'll just okay. be an hour away from home. Um, but no, I did fight um, in New York, and I have fought in Colorado before um, for boxing matches. But uh, but most of my most of my fights you know, have been in in New Mexico, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, there's obviously some hanging for you to maybe travel a little bit as well. There's obviously advantages for you to be in 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 state because, um, you know, you you're you're relatively close to home. Um, you know, travel isn't that bad as as at all. Um, you know, you know, um, you know, what's it like for you to to be able to just have those resources close by and, uh, you know, to be able to to kind of be comfortable, um, and not have the have to acclimate as much, uh, to um being where you have to fight well the thing i love about fighting in santa fe is this is where i train the elevation here is you know probably a thousand feet higher than albuquerque um so fighting here i'm used to this elevation i i can run for miles run for days and not have any issues any problems and then you know when they bring an opponent up to to fight up here um i feel you know i feel it's an advantage for me just because a i'm in my my hometown and b because now they have to try to suck some of this low oxygen um, <laughs> air, air uh, into their lungs. So, uh, you know, I love fighting here for a number of reasons. You know, my family and friends are here. Um, it's, you know, I'm, I'm used to this elevation, whereas I, I feel most people are not going to be used to this elevation. Um, but, you know, I love traveling as well. I love going to other places and, and you know, Showing, showing other cities, towns, states, whatever, what I can do, and so it's, it's pretty, you know. Obviously, being at home is nice because then I can sleep in my own bed that night, and and you know, not worry about my dogs or my animals or anything like that. And and uh, but traveling's nice too because then it's like a little mini vacation. Now, um, you know, obviously, uh, like I said, you, you mentioned, you know, you know, the altitude training and and being a little bit higher up there in uh, New Mexico. Um, you know, compare that to what you do in Thailand. Obviously, Thailand is a little bit more jungle, a lot more humid as well. I mean, you know, um, you know, kind of, you know, what are the advantages and disadvantages of both kind of settings? It's it's so it's pretty crazy training in Thailand just because what I'm used to is this dry air and you know high elevation, just dry air. Um, so when I do get to Thailand or when I am training there, it's it's hard to breathe because it's so thick. Um, so that was kind of the interesting part and I'm just sweating so much there just because of the humidity and all the moisture in the air. Um, so training at a place like that, I, you know, I have to say, I feel I have to stay a lot more hydrated. 
um, as opposed to to in, in New Mexico and Santa Fe, whereas you know it's dry and you still have to stay hydrated, but it's kind of a different different type of hydration, um, different reasoning for the hydration. Down in 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 Thailand in those humid areas, you just the sweat is just pouring out of you, and you I just feel dehydrated a lot a lot faster and a lot sooner. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um, and you, when I was in Thailand, you know it's the 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 camps aren't real used to having women there, so we'd go on our six mile run, and the guys there's there'd be a couple of guys that were you know that I'd be running with, and they would always make sure they had a another guy on a, on a motorcycle following behind us just in case the girl uh, couldn't keep up for the six mile run, so and or needed water during the six mile run or whatever. So it was it was kind of interesting because they didn't ever feel that that the girl could hang, but. Yeah, I always did, and and I was usually the, one of the first ones to uh to finish the run. <laughs> so you kind of convinced them that you know maybe you don't need that motorcycle anymore. <laughs> By the twelfth day, they they didn't they said we're gonna leave the motorcycle at home, so so you can just run and and you know you'll make it back. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, you know, um, now you, you didn't have any amateur experience going into your first MMA match, right? Correct. I was, I already turned pro in boxing, uh, in 2007. So, um, so I didn't really have that opportunity to go amateur in, in MMA. So my first fight was, a was a pro fight. Yeah. Um, you know, I find that interesting because I mean, obviously a lot of girls, um, you know, have a lot of amateur experience going in. They'll have at least seven or eight and nine fights. Uh, going into um, to their pro debut, and sometimes it's 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 you know kind of I guess luck of the draw. I mean, it depends on if you're uh, um, you know if you could adapt quicker. Some some girls can adapt that way if they're coming from another professional fighting sport, um, and some some do very well, like yourself. Um, you know, going into that first fight, I mean, what was your you know? Like I said it, it it ended in the first round. I mean. Was it you know was it is it anything was anything nerve wracking about it was it was it just seem natural to you uh, kind of tell us your mindset in in terms of that going into your first fight. Um, you I, I was always a little bit more nervous going into boxing fights than I have been for my last two MMA fights. Um, I feel so at home uh, with MMA and and in the cage. Um, I have total confidence in my Thai boxing, and I know that. If I get hit or if I get stuck in a situation that is not favorable for me, um, I have a way out. I, I know how to, I know how to, you know, manipulate my Thai boxing enough to either break away or get into the clinch or take it to the ground or do something where, where I can get a breather if I need to or if I, um, you know, whatever I need, might need to do. So I, I really didn't ever feel nervous for any of the fights um i was just very very calm and and i felt very at ease and very at home very comfortable there yeah um you know you mentioned you mentioned the ability to to adapt your uh muay thai and that's another interesting thing too about about um you know somebody coming from a different martial art um i think the biggest example is ronda rousey she came in from from judo um, and I mean, she, she's won a bronze medal, but she was never really, you know, she's maybe won a couple of junior world championships. But I don't think she ever won a world one. And I think people make a really good statement in terms of, you know, her judo is really good for MMA. And that meaning that 
you know, the way that she does her judo is, is, is better for MMA than maybe what you would configure as what judo would be. Um, regular, regular stand-up judo with you. I was, you know, from what you were discussing, it almost sounds like your Muay Thai is really adapting very well with the mixed martial arts world, and it's obviously shown a little bit when that's those last two fights. Um, I'm interested to see how your uh, fights kind of go. I, I don't know. Is this next one going to be uh, streamed at all? Do you know? Um, yes, this next one will be streamed on AAAMMA.com, and I think you can click on one of the tabs. It's live. Um, and it will be streamed there, so it would, you know, people can can view it if they're not able to get tickets um, and and watch it online. I believe it's like nine ninety nine or something. But uh, and then the legacy card should also be on TV. It should be on Access TV, I believe. Um, so yeah, you know, people can can check it out and and tune in and and watch some of the the awesome fights and and show that that we're gonna be putting on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, you know, if I don't catch one, I'll catch the other one, definitely. I mean, it's, um, I want to see how your striking is because I, I don't think I've yet to see, um, see any video of you, and, I really need, and I've been really meaning to do so. Um, so I would love to, love to see, you know, kind of you live in action as well. I mean, um, you know, when you win this next weekend and, um, and you know, possibly like I said, when, when, you, uh, when you beat uh, Angela after that, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see um, kind of where you go from there. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think it's going to be some two exciting fights. Um, any shout outs to any sponsors? Um, well, I would love, you know, love to thank you for the time and the opportunity. Um, of course the, the people that I train with, all the guys at Santa Fe, Gracie Baja, uh, the trials MMA, um, all my team at Santa Fe Muay Thai, um, my sponsors and friends here in Santa Fe, I couldn't do it without your, you know, your help and support. Um, and yeah, again, I'd like to thank you for giving me the time to to talk to you and and uh, get some uh, get some news out there about the upcoming fights. Yeah, and we need to get you some more followers on Twitter. It's at Nat MMA Girl on Twitter. You guys got to follow her on Twitter as well. I mean, she's you know you know you're one of the one of the top you know run, rising stars right now in the strawweight division. I think it's somebody that it's, you're someone that I think a lot of people should start following early. Um, so let's get some more of your Twitter followers there as well. And you're also on Facebook as well. Um, so, um, you know, definitely check out, uh, check out Natalie there as well. I really look forward to, to, to watching these upcoming fights and, and seeing how you progress. I mean, if you end up going 4-0, it's hard to say that I won't be um, plugging, uh, you know, uh, Shannon and, um, Shannon and, and, um, and uh, Julie to probably sign you over Invicta. Um, if uh, the UFC or World Series of Fighting doesn't get you first, but um, you know, I think that you know, I think it's somebody that you're someone that that I think is, is somebody that you know people need to know about as well. I mean, two and zero. Oh, I mean that in and both fights under two, under uh, under two minutes. Um, that's just absolutely un- unbelievable. And considering you have no amateur experience coming in, um, that's even more unbelievable. So, and hopefully we get to get to see you use tie boxing sometime down the line too. So. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. There. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add? No, I'll just thank you for uh, the opportunity, and I won't let you down. We're we'll, uh, going to keep this winning streak going. Well, definitely. Uh, best of luck to you coming into these next two fights, and uh, and kick some butt out there. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon. Thanks, you, Natalie. Bye-bye. Bye. Natalie Roy, everybody. Check her out on Twitter, please, at Nat. MMA girl, um, like I said, she's 2-0, both of her wins under two minutes, so, you know, she's going to be one of those people you got to look out for. If she ends up doing that for the next two fights, 
it's just going to be unbelievable, especially considering Angelica just lost last night. Um, so um, right now her odds are in favor. Her, at least her, her fight after this one will be a win. Um, so I'm definitely check that out as well. Um, like I said, it's just going to be unbelievable to be able to see her fight in the next couple fights. Anyway, um, and during that interview, we end up getting our, ex- our next week's, uh, next week's uh, show booked. Um, Andrea Lee is going to be on with us. I have, I have, yeah, this is my first time I think I'm ever going to be able to interview her. Um, this gal is just unbelievable. She's a superstar in the making uh, in terms of women's mixed martial arts. This girl, I, I always said that she's a machine. She fights the way that I mean, she fights almost every three, four weeks. Um, it seems, you know, if it's not, if it's not, you know, if it's not MMA, it's kickboxing. If it's not kickboxing, it's it's boxing. If it's not, it's a grappling competition. This girl, you know, doesn't know the word stop. Um, you know, so um, it'll be interesting to talk to her. She's coming off a really huge win this past weekend. Um, um, she, and it was by a, a really freak accident. Um, the, she went for a kick. Her, her opponent tried to block it, and her opponent's uh, finger ends up getting uh, torn in half. Um, it was a weird incident that ended up happening, but it just goes to show how much power that AJ has in her kicks. Um, this girl, is like I think, like I said she's going to be a superstar. You know, when when uh, when people come a knocking, I know, and so it's going to be very interesting to talk to her. So we're going to have Andrea Lee on next week, um, and we'll talk about everything that's going on with her. It's just unbelievable. This is unbelievable talent that you guys got to know about um, as well. Um, so, um, and, and, um, we'll have her in on next week, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Go to onebatsports.com. Most of the pro results are up. I'm working, still working on the amateur results. Um, there's, you know, they're still kind of, you know, pouring in slowly, um, as well. And then I've got to update the boxing as, as much as I possibly can. I know I've been slacking the past couple weeks, um, as well. We have an interview with, um, uh, Marianne R- uh, up on the, um, Maureen uh, interviews up on the website right now, um, and expect a lot more stuff going on as well. Um, I'm commercials, and uh, we'll uh, see you guys next week here on the Walmart Sports Podcast. Do you want more energy, less fatigue, and better recovery from muscle soreness without drugs or taking coffee or energy drinks? We recommend the XIONX Maximum Performance Band. We know that there are a lot of performance bands out there and many chock full of claims on how they can improve your body. Dr. Howard Fiddler was a skeptic at first until he started giving out the X-Ion-X bands to his clients. Many found the bands helped in workouts with their muscle recovery and gave them a little boost whenever they needed it. Dr. Howard's clients include Olympic athletes, pro boxers, and MMA fighters who all are touting the praises of the band. These aren't just professional athletes that are using the bands, however. I personally use it to help with not only energy, but balance. With the band, I can tell you, it has helped with my equilibrium and kept my energy centered and focused. Why don't you check it out for yourself? Go to wombatsports.com and click on the white X-Ion X link on the far right-hand column of the page. Each band sale not only helps Wombat Sports, but also female athletes as X-Ion X is a proud sponsor of several of them. Plus, Doc Howie donates his services to help those ladies perform at their best. Go to wombatsports.com, click the link, and get your band today.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.